Hey guys, thanks for joining me for the Hobby Heroes Extra episode number 13. This episode, I'm going to go over my personal thoughts uh, and opinions about Age of Sigmar 2.0. I'm going on this topic because Chuck, John, and I are going to Siege World at the end of the month in St. Louis. It's a two-day, uh, not a single tournament. There's 2,000-point tournament and 1,000-point tournament in conjunction with each other. But we're going down there. It's not a huge tournament. It's just getting off the ground. They just started, I think, last year running Age of Sigmar. So, uh, But it was fun time last year. We're going there this year. And with AOS being out for a month, uh, almost two months now, I just thought I'd uh, kind of go over my thoughts and opinions on some of the high points of the game. So we'll just get right in there. Command points. I think it's an interesting idea. I think it's good and bad for some Aries. Uh, there was obviously some issues early in the game, which were talked about on a number of podcasts with certain models being able to repeat commands or, or doing things that were just ridiculous. Uh, I mean, they all seemed like they'd be easy to fix, just and then, you know, activate a rule of one like the FAQ did with Hand of Dust and Number Spell Portal. They're like, hey, you can do it once through that, and that's it. Um, or they added, you know, once per game turn you can do this, or only one can, unit can be affected by that. And, and those things were already on a number of command abilities. It just seems like some of them didn't have it. And so just going back in the FAQ and adding that uh, will get rid of that issue quite a bit. Scenarios. I think it's great. GW gave us so many match play scenarios. They gave us 18 of them. Uh, I think it's great they're using objectives now more than they did. Uh, I don't like that some of the scenarios seem to be really, really complicated. You end up rereading it like every single turn to figure it out. Uh, something like Translocation War being a good example of that. The thing starts in the middle. You have to roll and consult the scenario table to see which direction it moves. If you roll one or six, it moves again. I mean, this thing could bounce all the way across the board two or three times, depending on the rolls in a single turn. That's a lot of time screwing around with a stupid objective bouncing around. I don't like that. Um, I just think it, that may just be overcomplication for overcomplication's sake, frankly. Uh, just not, not a huge fan of that. Uh, next point for me is point cost drops. This is a complaint. Uh, the game was sold in the original edition, or at least it was certainly seemed to be billed that way. Like, this is a lighter model count skirmish game now. Uh, and that quickly changed, and it turned right back into a large army model game. And uh, second edition, and more so with the points cost drops of units. So you're still seeing armies of 100 plus models at, on a fairly constant basis. Except now it's a skirmish game, so you have to move all 100 models individually, which is kind of a giant pain in the ass. Uh, which brings me to the secondary complaint for that, which is movement trays, which movement trays really aren't my like huge complaint. But again, the game was sold as, hey, everything's skirmish now and you don't need movement trays anymore because there aren't that many models and blah, blah, blah. But obviously, as armies have increased in size, I'm seeing them again. It, again, this is less a complaint of movement trays and it's just continuing on the whole large army, many, many models. You end up taking a lot of time in the game moving things around. And this is not a game where you can you know, fudge a lot of, I mean, you can fudge a little movement in so much as long as everything stays behind the front line, but there's so much nuance in that whole three inch pile in, you know, there's a lot of importance on where your models are at, where you're moving, where you're going to be charging. It's just very time consuming with all the models being individual. Um, next point, summoning. I've really not experienced a lot of this so far because I don't have a ton of games under my belt, but the ones I have had were against mostly undead at this point. And it is 
definitely irritating working your way through a unit of like 40 skeletons just to have them pop back up on a gravesite marker across the board because you don't have enough miles maybe to cover that size of a board. I mean, for God's sakes, there's four freaking gravesites. It, it can really create a non-game. It's one thing to have to grind through a unit that size once and have them bring back models while you're doing it, but to then just suddenly be like, bam, there's 40 models again. It it just feels like BS. Um, I don't know how many of the other summoning rules are like that, or whether some, or whether this is really even a summoning issue versus just the gravesite marker issue. Uh, but it, yeah, if other armies have the ability to just smash entire units onto the table, uh, I can definitely see that feeling like a non-game. Again, not a lot of experience against summoning, so I could be totally off base on this one. Uh, next point, endless spells. I actually like the idea of the endless spells. I don't take advantage of them because I play my dwarfs, but they did add some very, very cool models to the game. I think it's an interesting, uh, it adds a little bit of choice to who goes first because the second person gets to control the predatory spells. So if there's one or two of those things running around, it could be a pretty big deal. Uh, I think it's a pretty cool idea in general. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm totally down for the endless spell concept. I think some of them are arguably way better than others, kind of like the Umbral Spell Portal, the Geminids, things that got FAQ'd very quickly because GW went, ooh, yeah, there's some, some problems there. Um, so, I mean, it, neat idea, cool. Next point, realms, realm spheres, realm scapes, realm spells. I dig the idea of the realms. Uh, they add a lot of neat new fluff. It's a real immersive way to get into the game. It's a real neat way to kind of theme tables and things or theme your basing schemes. But it also adds a lot of extra rules to a game that already takes a really long time as it is. I like that each one has different command abilities and spells, and they all have their own terrain. It's a lot of really interesting, neat ideas to work with. It's very toolboxy, you know. Here's a bunch of stuff. Pull out the ones that you want and use those. And that's what a lot of tournaments are doing. They're saying, hey, you know, we're going to use this from the Realm Sphere, but not this. Um, often that is commands and and a single spell from the Realm Sphere, but not the Realm spells from Malign Sorcery or the features from the Realm Spheres because it's just adding a lot more to remember to the game. Um, so it's a really neat idea. I like the toolbox kind of idea of it. Allegiances. I like that they updated and added even more allegiances. Um, I dislike much like I did in first edition that they've cut so many armies into different factions, which is a giant pain in the butt. Like, for me, at least, like, why are all the war machines in a faction of their own? That faction isn't going to be fielded as a special individual army, and now we all have to ally in our old war machines. It just kind of sucks. It's expensive to ally cost in, uh, which has basically made me not use them at all. And maybe that's their GW. Maybe their slow phase out of the war machines is by putting them in their own army so they're allies, so people aren't going to use them at all, and then they'll just eventually disappear. It seems feasible to me. But, yeah, I just... Every time I look at my army, I'm like, you know, and it's not like I was ever going to be like, hey, I feel 50 cannons and shoot, you know, I feel an organ gun or two cannons or, you know, it's just like, why is it all the way over there? I don't like having to ally them in. Pickiness on my part, I guess. Or like the I, the uh, destruction, since I'm currently working on ogres, like why are the gut busters and the stone horns and the mornfangs, why are all these things separated? Um, the what the hell was the one ogre that was like eating fire, the fire belly. Like he's his own faction. Like what the hell is that? Like it just seems ridiculous. Oh, uh, next point I got down multiple books going backwards a bit, looking at 
many of these different rules I've listed, realm rules, endless spells, allegiance abilities, realm spheres, I feel like uh, I, I absolutely have to point it out as if people weren't aware of this. That's three different rule books. I'm not complaining about buying three different rule books. That part doesn't bother me. I've invested enough money in the game over the years. The money's not really a massive issue anymore. The problem is having to reference those books during a game. And if you have a battle tome, that's a fourth book. So during a single game, you're using all three books, which is a ludicrous amount of page flipping. It's inconvenient. It increases playtime. It's a giant hassle. Uh, particularly when rules come up, you have to go find them. You dig through it. You're trying. The other guy's looking for a different thing. You're trying to figure out how all the FA, you know, all those things interact. And then you've got a huge pile of FAQs that invariably changes how that stuff works as well. It just seems like they really over saturated it um and just i wish they would have compiled all that stuff into one maybe two books like you've got your battle tome and then maybe the main book should have had all the realm stuff in it um and then maybe ghb should have had the endless spells in it i i don't know it just seems like there's an awful lot of time spent in every game i've played so far flipping through books which is super duper irritating and then let's see last point i've got on here is game time so final point i've pointed out a number of things already that extended the time of this game more models individual models multiple books faqs uh now i think for this uh, specifically i'm going to bring up dice like aos feels like it's creeping into that kind of magic gathering territory you're just trying to build combos which is cool up to a point um, the point where it becomes less cool is when you have something like, like I had to deal with yesterday. Uh, I played a game and it was a unit of 20, 20 chain rafts that got into combat. Uh, they made their 10 inch charge. They got 40 attacks, but wait, they, they not only have to go through the 40 attacks, they have to dig out all their ones and reroll all their ones. Then they get this huge pile of wounds to roll like 30 wounds, roll all those, but wait, now I have to pull out all those ones and reroll those too. Um, and and that was because they rolled a 10 on the charge. Now it's combat. They get to do that again. So, and this isn't specific to just them. There are a huge number of units in the game that do this. Uh, my dwarfs, back when I was running the uh, dwarf battalion, and even now if you do it against certain things, you use a unit of you know, 20 or 30 iron drakes or 30 quarrelers, and you're rolling 60 dice, 40 and 60 dice, and you're re-rolling your ones. Um and yeah, it's neat to build those combos when you first see it because you're like, oh, that's amazing. I can't wait to do that. It's going to be awesome. But shit, it adds 10 minutes to to every round just rolling dice. Um, my 1K game, my 1,000-point games are taking over two hours, which is a real burner when you know I only get a game maybe once every other week. And this is keeping me from going two and three games to more like getting one or maybe two uh, there's a number of times where I've gone out and only managed to get one game because I'm like, well, I need to go home. You know, I, I got kids. I got to get up at early for work in the morning. I don't know. The game just seems to take forever, and it's it's because I think of m a number of these points, like the points cost drops, the the multiple books, the ludicrous amounts of dice, the referencing all these different things. Like, it's all very cool and works together and, and makes for a really kind of entertaining and fun experience, but the damn game takes forever. Uh, and, and I think they kind of acknowledge that in the fact that all the scenarios now are saying after five turns and the game, 
whereas you know Warhammer of old was six rounds and fit into the same time frame. So I think they acknowledge that the game takes longer. It's kind of depressing on that front. Um, but that's it. Those are my, I mean, those are just, you know, the six or seven points I thought of when I sat down to do this. I like AOS too. And, and so much as I'm playing with my buddies, I'm having a good time. I'm enjoying it. There's finally a group in my area that's playing it uh, with some kind of consistency. So I'm playing with them when I can. I don't mind, uh, you know, losing or winning or whatever. Um, I'm having fun with it, but the game definitely still has issues, uh, that I don't like pieces that I don't like about it. And that's whatever. Everyone's going to have pieces they don't like about a game. I mean, I'm going to a tournament for it. I went up and played at Adepticon this year with John. So obviously I'm still playing the game, but just on AOS two, these are kind of my initial thoughts a month in, you know, whether these will continue to be issues for me or whether I'll find my way around them or find ways to ignore them. I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. So maybe that gives you guys some food for thought. Um, you know, my thoughts obviously are going to change the game, but I wonder if other people are experiencing these same issues or thoughts or have the same opinions as me. And if you do, you know, feel free to hit me up on Twitter's over at Hobby Heroes Cast or the Facebook page or email me at thehobbyheroes at gmail.com. You know, let me know that, uh, kind of what your experience has been with it and if you're enjoying it or having issues with it or seeing it the same way I am. I just think it's kind of interesting to talk about all the things. Uh, so yeah, thanks a lot guys. Thanks a lot guys for hitting me up on the, uh, extra episode number 13 and don't forget to check out the YouTube channel and subscribe to the show and all that stuff. Have a good one.